Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 118 and our legs are tired because we've been moving up. We were moving up last week with part one. Now we're moving up part two. The season finale probably could have been a pretty good series finale as well. I feel like it. Parks and Rec. Yeah. Like they planned it. I text these two like, hey, was that? That felt like a series finale. Well, then NBC drove a Briggs truck full of money up to all of the cast members and said, one more. I don't think the cast members were probably uh, too upset about having another season. No. Get that money, please. But we'll get into season seven down the road. We still got to wrap up season six here. This one, just like last week, directed by Mike Schur, written by Aisha Mahar and Alan Yang, who also made an appearance as the mouse rat, mouse rat bassist, as he always does whenever a mouse rat is involved. And this one originally aired April 24th, 2014. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. I'm Sean. And Sean, a lot of Parks and Rec stuff happened in this episode, but first we got to go through what we're drinking. I don't have a pony, a la Lil Sebastian, on my beer can, but it is a dragon. And in fact, I'm drinking dragon's milk. As Haley pointed out, this is the white variety. And I asked, what are the others? Unclear, but it's a bourbon barrel-aged white stout. Uh, Possibly, I don't know, red, I'd guess, is another one, maybe black whatever color dragons you i guess green is a pretty common dragon that's what trogdor is, there is. an imagined yeah. dragon like there could be sean what are you drinking <laughs> oh sean has to uh posture for a little bit he's he's got both hands in <laughs> pause, the air celebrating pause for applause i had a uh sean mark earlier and i'm thinking about uh interrupting the podcast and make me a orange juice and tequila drink but uh it's not wise. I should have made that before I started. But we are here. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm fine. What are y'all drinking? What's Haley drinking? Haley's got a Truly, and uh, she's got a Wild Berry, but she has a backup one over here, too, that is a Raspberry Lime. Haley is double fisting, and we are rearing to go. Mm-hmm. But let's see. All, all the way up? Where? All the way up. We're okay. moving up. Moving on up. No, just moving up. Sean, you have fully lost trivia. I'm so sorry to announce. We, we've officially called it. You have. That's what you say. I want to recount. Um, no, it seems like that's not going to happen. Stop the count. You've, yeah, we'll call one in. You've lost 13 to 7. If anything, I think you probably were gifted a win along the season. So it might actually be 14 to 6, but we'll say it's 13 7. That's what the official tally is. You can still get it to 13 8, a nice <laughs> touchdown and a two point up? conversion for you. And uh, yeah, consider it a handout. Why not? So quick reminder, you'll each get three questions. If you don't know the answer, the other one can steal it. And that's how many a point has been earned this season. And Sean, as loser, you will be dunked in a dunk tank of uh, presumably water, possibly. (laughs) Wait, what else would it be? Possibly lava, a la Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Possibly chocolate lava. I okay. never finished the floor of lava. Yeah, we've only like, seen a couple episodes. Like if you've seen one episode, you've finished that show. My brother, sister, and I are absolutely auditioning for season two. We have we need a 
No, it's only it's groups of three. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to get some We're shoes in. with better traction if I do that. I'd be slipping all over the place. Yeah. Maybe barefoot is the way to go. You can use your feet to like grab hold of stuff. A do la, they a have primate? Other There's feet too, or just bare two. feet? I don't know. Can I get them them tiger feet? Sean, your first question. In this episode, we see a lot of guest stars, including lead singer Colin Malloy of the Decemberists, a band I'm sure you have listened to regularly. That's a real band? This is a real band. I definitely thought that was a joke when he said that name. This is a real band. I have bought my sister at least one of their CDs for either her birthday or Christmas. Could not tell you which one. Had to look up the singer's name. But do know the Decemberists are a real band. And Colin... Wait. Decembers or Decemberists? The month December and then ists at the end. Okay. Dem- okay. Decemberists. Yeah. Dece- All right. Sorry. Continue. All of their songs are about winter. Now he says that Pawnee is truly incredible and then tells a story of why. Why does he say that? Oh, he said it. I don't remember it. I remember when he said it. Well, my voice, 12 year old. Uh, <laughs> he, and I, I remember saying that, oh, he should have sounded more exciting saying that. <laughs> what did he say? Um, there's a booth that... Wait, it, it was like a burger or something that the the bread was chicken or something. Oh, I'm choking. <laughs> Literally and <infinity. laughs> Um There was something, it was like a sandwich, but they were both like turkey legs or the Fuck. I don't remember. If that's not the right answer, but it's similar. I'm pretty sure Haley's going to steal it. Haley is nodding vigorously what you got. She's gonna he be- ordered a small burger, and it came out, and both the buns were pizzas. That is correct. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Although I like your turkey leg bun sandwich I remember- idea, Sean. Maybe no. that'll be your punishment, is you have to eat that. No, I should have known a pizza, but later on, I don't know if there's a trivia question, that's a they talk about that's pizza again. Ties with the deep dish pizza, so that's why I was like, it can't be pizza because they mentioned pizza, the deep dish pizza, to entice people to move to Chicago. That's true, and April knows where pizza is, so it couldn't have been in both places. Chicago, you can get that same burger, but with deep dish pizza as the buns. Yeah. Whew. A, but there they call it an extra cheese. large yeah. pizza. It's a lot of cheese and sauce. Haley, your second question. You can. No, it's I'm sorry. My your first, first question. question. Your first question. My apologies. Your chance at a second point. Genuine. Yes. Singer of great jams. Is it like, what is those duckies' names? What's so different? And the other one that's not pony that I liked a lot. Oh, same old G. Yes. <laughs> Definitely not the most popular genuine songs. What does he name his rubber ducky? Uh Quaxon Five. That is correct. I really like the idea that it's one rubber ducky, because Donna Donna hints thing. that yeah. she just t- took away his one rubber ducky and he said why you got to bring the quacks and five into it which is a oh great name i get it because yes. it was like the jackson five yes but duh there it is sean oh man for a second i almost sean quacking me up there didn't remember it yeah even though i okay, knew yeah, i knew i'm not it. the king of bad jokes <laughs> sure you are sean your second question ron says that he's going to buy a booth at the unity concert that sells what uh, damn it. I remember the scene again. <laughs> it's food. 
And he wants it. It's something with the quilt. It's quilt. Quilts, uh, um, some food wrapped in a quilt. They're serving that, and so he's going to go buy the booth. <laughs> What's the food? Is it shit? It is not it's, shit. No, that's not it. That's gross. <laughs> what was it? A, burritos wrapped in a quilt? That is incorrect. It's Haley. a sausage quilt. It's a fried sausage quilt. I almost want to give Sean half a point. I'm he was throwing so his close. computer away. I'm, he, ah. oh, well, he's, he might not be with us for the rest of the episode then if he throws his computer away, a la Ron Swanson in an earlier episode. Haley, your second question. Wait, so what did we decide with that question? We'll give you each a half point. Okay. Two and a half to half. Haley, your second question. There's a fictional band. I, I think they're fictional. I actually didn't look this up, but they're not listed as the... Uh, guests as the or they're not listed as a guest star on this episode but they're called the bobby knight rangers they're all wearing bobby knight sweaters and of course night rangers and hair what is the song that they play so many times in a row oh no okay <laughs> hold on oh i do kind of like again i'm i'm sean now i remember the scene i remember andy's like Oh, I've never heard blank so many times back to back. Oh, what was the song? Um, Welcome Susanna. That is incorrect. <laughs> is that a real song? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe. Sean. Man, I don't know what song they were singing. Like, I just know they threw a chair at the end. <laughs> yeah, they were getting wild. Very Bobby Knight-esque. Uh, that was still, I mean... When did he throw that chair? That was like early 2000s, right? So that's still a relevant Wait, joke. He threw the chair back in the 80s, I thought. 70s. Oh, did he? Oh. Yeah, that's. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. Vintage footage. Yeah. But Bobby Knight, of course, an Indiana legend. So why not reference it? The song was Sister Christian. Dang it. Yeah. Okay. Which I heard when I briefly hosted karaoke in Los Angeles. This guy would come in and only sing Sister Christian. Back to back. Which. Uh, no, he'd only just Until sing it you once. Kicked him out. He'd just sing it once. Ah. So that was fine. But, but regularly. Always, it always impressed me the people that would like regularly go to karaoke and have one song. Like I get it's like, oh, I sing like three times a year and I've got my one song that I'm confident with. But if you're going like every week, like wouldn't you get or multiple times a week? Wouldn't you get tired singing the same thing? No, no. as a person who has had as a person who met their suite mate in college and was asked by that person during orientation, what music do you listen to? And responded, Nirvana. I very much get it. And she thought I was just being like, she definitely was like, man, this girl's not friendly. But that was a legit answer <laughs> because that's what I listened to. All right. Well, we'll only expect Nirvana songs. But even that, that's multiple songs. It's multiple Nirvana songs. Right. But it's what kind of music do you listen to? And I singularly answered a band. All right. It smells yeah. like Teen Shovel. Sean, your third question. I'm listening. You're trailing two and a half to half. So got to get this one and the steal. Craig. I got a half. You gave me a half. I did. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Craig, at one point of this episode, mentions that he's not as excited as uh, Tom expects him to be because he once got into a cab that which actress was getting out of? 
uh, it wasn't Kira Knightley. It was, um, fuck, how you say her name? Uh, this, this again, three times in a row. Jackie again. Jackie again. <laughs> okay, Chris Tucker. Hedwig. Kid, uh, <laughs> I do like when uh, he gets yelled at about it. His name's not Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lee, damn it. He got there. Um, I, I, it's something weak. Like, uh, I don't know how to say her name. Why does this happen to me? I, I give up. I give up. I don't know. Haley, do you know? I don't. I also remember the scene. Now that he said Kira Knightley, I'm thinking maybe it's someone with a similar name. But I don't know the name either, so I'm gonna. And he said like Sedwick, so I'm gonna say Kira Sedwick. I will allow it. It's Kira Sedgwick, the closer herself. Yeah, the closer. Yes. The closer. Yes. Uh, fuck. That's a half. Give me half. Sure, we'll give Sean oh, half. half. We'll give okay, Haley we a half. half. It's now one to three, Haley. Just to just Kira to Sedgwick. add it on, just to bring it the bring us home. All right, before I bring bring us home. ASMR. I am ready now. What kind of drink is the Joan? That is a fishbowl of vodka with aspirin sprinkled around the top like salt. (laughs) That was pretty good. Oh, I think. That's not fully correct, though. Sean, can you get the full correct drink? In- Wait, including the uh, the vehicle for said drink. Oh, I, I thought that was right. Because um, I'm uh, the vehicle for the drink. It wasn't a fishbowl. It was a uh, a punch bowl. What did she say? What was the answer? No, I already lost it. It's a tumbler of a gin tumbler. with crushed oh, aspirin around Damn. the rim, and Purd will take an empty glass. I could have told you what Purd would take. That wasn't the question, though. But you still win handily, and you win this season's trivia, doubling Sean up 14 to 7. <sighs> but I wasn't the closer. She was not the closer, but she was the opener. And sometimes that's just as important. That's true. Well, Sean, take us through this episode. It felt like a series finale. It probably was a series finale. What happened? See, what happened was... What happened? Oh, so we ended last episode with Leslie taking the job while at the Golden Gate Bridge. So this episode begins with her uh, needing to tell the Parks and Rec staff that she's leaving, but she doesn't know how to do it. So she's going to practice on Larry in her office telling him that she's leaving uh, because nobody cares. It's just Larry. So she brings Larry into the office, and Larry's afraid, thinking he's about to get fired. Uh, and so as Larry, uh, Leslie starts to talk, she starts to cry. So Larry starts to cry. <laughs> so they're both crying. And uh, Donna's standing at the door like, what is going on? And Larry goes, uh, well, Leslie wants to fire me, but she just can't do it because I'm such a great guy or something like Oh, it's because she cares so much about me. Unless he's like, no, that's not what it is. Why would you think that? You're not even close. And just kicks him out of the office, 
And so he leaves. And then I howled. I, I did physically howl at April, just appearing at the door, crying, upset that <laughs> upset that she didn't fire Larry. Like, why did you fire him? I thought you were going to fire him. She's like crying just super hard. I was like, oh my goodness, that was really good. They did a good job there. She just appeared out of nowhere, just tears running down her face. <laughs> <clears throat> um, what we got? We got Tom. He's talking to Craig. He's like, oh, I, so I know my soft open was a, uh, a flop, but who cares? We're opening anyway. We're going to have a party at the after the Unity concert with all these folks. Like, I need, we're going to need some help. So he recruited John Raphael and Mona Lisa. And I also howled again <laughs> when Jenny Slate entered the scene just meowing the whole time. <laughs> like, what is she doing? And immediately thinking they were going to have, what, a, a, four- a foursome? Oh, yeah, a foursome with her brother and this guy. Her and- brother, her ex, and this rando. She was about it. And she said, well, that's where the night's headed. And Tom stops her and reminds her it's 9 a.m. <laughs> and that a foursome's not going to happen. Because it's 9 a.m. Oh. Among just meowing, reasons. just walking in, meowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess they're in charge of promoting the uh, the uh, the Unity concert. Uh, they got a bunch of flyers to hand out. Uh, I guess John Raphael goes with Tom and and helping promote not the Unity concert. The uh, Tom's the Bistro. Tom's Bistro VIP. Um, and there, John Raphael and Mona Lisa have to help. Because John Raphael owes Tom because his dad put him out of business. And then Mona Lisa owes John Raphael because what did he do? What did she do? She did something. Probably stole something. Um, anyways, uh, so they're at the concert. And the concert really made me miss uh, group gathering like, events. Yeah, that, looked, look, that was a fun event. It looked really fun. It looked like a really fun episode to shoot because it. It was a concert. They literally had a concert <clears throat> with, uh, I guess it kind of, I've never been to ACL, but I guess it kind of looked like ACL. There was only one stage. Um, well, I feel like th- there was more than one stage because Andy was definitely playing only to kids. So I think he oh, yeah, was in a like kid a kids stage. area. Yeah. So there mm-hmm. was like one main stage and then at least one side stage. Yeah. I think that's a pretty fair assessment that it's similar to ACL or like a Lollapalooza uh, perhaps a warp tour. And when they were talking about the planning those, of it, yeah. they were saying they wanted to strategically put different parts around town to like drive people to those and like create unity. So I don't know. It did seem like most of it was happening kind of in one area, but they implied that it would be in a bunch of different places. And we did get, as Sean was saying, lots of different concert appearances here. We've got the Decemberists, as we mentioned. Real band. Of course, Wilco, which we've seen in the past playing as Land Ho, mm-hmm. but playing an actual Wilco song as their song that they played. Pretty easy to do. Kay Hanley and Letters to Cleo, making it in there. Ben was wearing a Letters to Cleo shirt. Definitely thought Joey's going to ask that as trivia. Ben because loves he Letters to Cleo. loves to ask trivia questions about what's on Ben's shirt. And uh, there was also uh, the Gigolo Ants. Oh, and she winked at him. And he was... Wait, who was that lady? Who was that? What band was that? Letters to Cleo? That's the van? Yeah, the one where okay. she winked at him and he yeah. like fangirled out. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There's also Sorry. the Gigolo Ants and Yola Tango were playing the uh, the Bobby Knight Rangers. 
Mm. And then uh, we saw Mouse Rat and uh, Johnny Karate made an appearance, as well as uh, Duke Silver. Yeah, I mentioned Genuine, right? And Genuine, of course. Yes, we did not. My goodness. Yeah, I thought he's, ju- <laughs> he's, he started the whole day. I know. He's listed too far up in the, <laughs> in the credits here. I glazed over him. I can't forget Genuine. He's made our band dozens of dollars. And y'all just all of a sudden stopped? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where's Pony, Joey? I don't know. I'd love to play Pony. So Joey's band, for those of you listeners out there who don't know, Joey's in a band with some friends called Burning Years, and they cover Pony sometimes, and Joey sings it, and so at the whenever they're playing, the audience will start yelling for it, and they just never play it anymore. I know. Joey is not the normal singer of no. the band, so it's a special treat for me being able to do it, and... Myself and the drummer, Chris, we love it. Everyone else, which is funny because Chris hates all the songs. Chris does hate a lot of songs, a lot yeah. of cover <laughs> ideas. He does not care for. And I didn't mean uh, why did y'all stop? As in, I know there's COVID, so the band is stopped playing. <laughs> yeah, I he mean, meant pre-COVID. Playing, yeah, this is before COVID. <clears throat> I don't they know. Playing the song. I don't know. There was a very nice video of our cover at some point, but that is no longer on YouTube. And I wonder if oh. there was some sort of copyright infringement from the person putting yeah, it up. It Genuine be. saying, hey, this is a little too good. I only need bad <laughs> covers of Pony online, please. That's probably what That's happened. What Genuine himself probably yes. made that comment and they got it taken He was down. being genuine. Yeah, in his emotions oh yes. about it. Oh my goodness. Obviously. I'm probably having some uh, some gin with aspirin. He didn't <laughs> want to. Please. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to make. Oh, yeah. All right. Move on. Move up. Moving up. Um, I don't know if this was before the concert started or after. I can't remember. But Leslie holds like a meeting of some sort uh, with city folks. And then when the meeting's in Jern, she asks all the Parks and Rec people to stay behind. And that's when she tells them, hey, uh, I just want to let you know. That I love you guys. And that's not what she was supposed to say. She's supposed to tell him that she's leaving. So Ben steps in and and that she's leaving. Uh, and they're like, oh, congrats. She got the job in Chicago. We're happy for you. You know, you need to move on up. But it's going to be awkward because then they go outside and they have a statue. And the bottom of it is dedicated to Leslie, who has a quote of saying, uh, what more or <coughs> paraphrase. What moron would move out of Pawnee or something like that? It's the best place to live. <laughs> and so that, on multiple yes. occasions is when that quote was uttered. Yeah, right. <laughs> they didn't date it because it just said on multiple occasions. Ron um, says he could fix it with a less ironic quote. Yeah, yeah, he offers to fix it. Um, so the concert happens. It looks a lot, a lot of fun. Um, Leslie. Wants to take the job, but then she gets the idea. Oh, because she talks to the guy and says, hey, uh, you're going to have to hire two people. And Leslie's like, oh, I'll just find one of my staff to go with me. And so she asks Andy and April first. They're not in. Well, Andy doesn't care. He's like, yeah, I'll go. Um, You remember Andy moved to Great Britain. (laughs) Right. Andy's whatever. Um, Because they have pizza in Chicago. Oh, babe, you're so good at reminding me where pizza is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, April had to remind him that there's pizza in Pawnee. Uh, so they're not in. Uh, she has Donna. Uh, Donna will only move to... She likes Pawnee. 
but she'll only move. It wasn't Seattle. They mentioned Seattle. She likes Seattle, but there's a better place than Seattle that she would move to. It's somewhere overseas. You remember? Nobody remembers. All right. Uh, so Donna's out. Um, she, she had asked Ron. Ron, yeah. Ron and she tells <laughs> Ron just giggles the whole time because she's like, "Oh, you get to work for the federal government." He laughs and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> and so that, it was an obvious no from Ron. Also, what does Ron do? He's the head of the Parks Department. In what right? way? Like, he's, explain me. He's Leslie's boss. Yeah, but like, tell me what Ron does on a daily basis. As little as he do? possibly can. Yeah, I don't know. I just he, think it's interesting. Just, what's it called when you uh, make all your workers do all the work? He's and, the overseer. He he's delegating. Delegates. Yeah. Del- de- yeah, he just delegates. Um, who else did she ask? She asked somebody else. Nobody's down to go. Uh, Ben's like, that's fine. But then <laughs> Larry overhears that she's asking people to come with her. And he volunteers like, oh, me and Gail would love to go. <laughs> and that's just like, no, she didn't ask him. And then Ben's finally like, yeah, me, you, uh, and his boy. What do you call him? Lair dog or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot he and, and Larry are best buds now. <laughs> Leslie's like, no, that's terrible. What is wrong with you? He's <laughs> um, like, yeah, we're friends. Um, and I don't think they ever got around to telling him like, hey man, you can't come with us. Uh, let's see, concert happening. What else is happening? There's. I mean, that's a Tom, lot of what's happening. There's Tom and John Ralphio. They're handing out the flyers. Uh, Genuine, if we remember, is Donna's cousin. So Donna makes Genuine go to Tom's Bistro, even though he never showed up at Tom's Bistro. So maybe he got to get out of it. Um, maybe they only got like five minutes of filming with him, and they oh. they allotted it all at the beginning. He had other things. Did he not show do. up? I don't know. He was there at the end. He was yeah, singing I, with Kay Hanley. Yeah, at Tom's Bistro yeah. or on the stage. Oh, oh that was on the stage. I yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he's a. I th- he might make a Tom's Beast. I don't think period. he spoke while he was there, but he might have been like, they might have passed yeah. by his face. Ah, uh, fucking Purd. Purd, he walks up to a bowl of nuts and says, I can report these nuts are mixed. I was like, oh my God. Why is this guy on the screen? Purd, you're um, silly. He gets, inv- he gets invited to Tom's Beast show. Um, he says Purd stuff. I can't. I can never remember exactly what he said because I get so mad. And I will take an empty glass. Yeah, okay, yeah. He's with Joan when they were (laughs) inviting. And Joan was that tumbler of gin and aspirin. And he just was. No, he said an empty glass at Tom's Beach Show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, um, (laughs) So then. Jam's around and he's. He wants to do. His own kind of concert thing. A lot of Unity concerts going on. Yeah, he's trying to get everyone to secede. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's still wearing that. session (laughs) concert or meetup or something. He's wearing this stupid jacket that he he hasn't taken off since they, uh, him and Leslie became best friends. Or in his head, they became best friends. Um, (laughs) A very jammy jam uh, jam today. as uh, Ron and Xena Warrior Princess are watching Johnny Karate, 
uh, Ron starts sniffing, like he smells something. He looks around, and uh, it uh, and Zena, what's her real name? What's her name? Diane Lucy Lawless slash Diane. Diane (laughs) knows that he he can smell Tammy approaching. She's like, oh, where is she? And he tells her, get the kids. There she is. Get the kids. I'm a, I'll take care also, of this. Also, where was the baby? Uh-oh. But babies. fine. Continuation, Eric. Uh, so, Megan, Malala, Karen from Will and Grace, she's <laughs> back. I like how you were going <laughs> to use her actual name, but you diverted. I can never say her last name, so I just, Karen from Will Malali, and Grace. right? Yeah. That's how we say it. I think. I don't know. I love, uh, I just love their scenes together because I love to picture like the way they're filming this and then they go home at night and they're like married and together. And it's my favorite thing to just be like, and then later they just rode home together after this was shot. <laughs> um, She's trying to hook up with Ron again because she's like, hey, you want to get out of here? Like, He's like, no, I have children now and they're the reason they're making me strong whatever oh i mispronounced that i meant daddy d <laughs> no 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 she's looking for she's here looking for some daddy and she's like oh i mispronounced that some dad d yeah <laughs> sorry i mispronounced it too <laughs> i totally forgot that she said that uh she's great in everything she's in um <laughs> she got like almost purple hair in this scene too yeah she changed her hair color ron turns her down um so the concert happens. It was a success. They got, I think they were looking for 2,000 signatures to keep the merger. Is that what? But they got like nearly 4,000. And so it worked. The union concert worked. It, it, Woo! It, it unified Pawnee. The, the purpose of the entire season well, yeah. has been complete. <laughs> I feel like they're still, uh, the new town is called Pawnee, right? Pawnee Eagleton. Ah. It's still Pawnee. Yeah. Um, and so the, after the concert, they go to Tom's Bistro. And uh, Fonz is there. And he's there, I guess, to antagonize Tom for using his kids. Uh, Mr. Saperstein. Uh, he's, and he's like, oh, looks like I'm the only one here. But then Purd walks in. And then other people walk in. And then just a, a, a flood of people walk in. And so Tom kind of gets the last laugh there. I guess he has a successful night. They didn't really show anybody like serving anything. Um, Jam, but they is talk at the bar. about it a little bit. Yeah, it it it's a good night. Jam's at the bar. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. He uh, is drinking with his jacket on. Um, he didn't have his concert or his secession meeting because the concert was too successful and nobody showed up. Oh. Um, and so. He's upset. Tammy too is there as well, and Ron <laughs> says, "Hey," and tells Diane, "Let's play a game." And so Ron goes to Jam and says, "Oh my God, my ex-wife is here. She won't leave me alone." And she's over there, like over there posing <laughs> by the wall or something, all alone. Um, and she's like, "Whatever you do, don't, don't. She's crazy. Don't mess with her." Diane goes to Tammy and says, oh, my God, uh, that old council member, he's here. Um, he's terrible. 
and they're looking at back at Jim at the bar. He's like making like these lips as he's drinking his drink, sticking his ass out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he just and Diane tells, him, yeah, he really gets under Ron's skin, so that um, that entices Tammy. This is a fun game. And so <laughs> they were wingmen, pre- pretty much. And so the next scene is I, I howled at this part. They're like making out. Um, and Ron and Diane are just watching from afar. Ron's crying because it worked so well. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> crying this episode. Um, and they're like getting into it. And you could just hear her saying, give it to me, give it to me. And you, they, you, the camera goes back to them. And Jen is spitting his drink into Tammy's mouth. And then she gargles it and making the gargle noise. And again, I rewound it probably a couple times because it was so. <laughs> She's great. She's great. <laughs> Megan's great. She's a great actress. That was hilarious. Um, she could have been used much more during the during the l- length of the show, but I guess she was busy with her own stuff. Although um, I would like to say, despite the fact that this was a series finale, it also wasn't a series finale. So let's see what happens next season. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot. There's uh, twelve more episodes. Left. Really felt like. I like they probably legitimately thought like let's wrap this up and then they were like oh surprise we got another one because of the variant especially right? yeah um so yeah successful night Leslie can't get anybody to move with her to uh, Chicago she goes that's where Joey's does any- from wait does anything else happen at Tom's Beach show no nothing interesting okay so Ronza and on the third floor. Well, uh, back at there is one one other thing that happens. Doctor Saperstein comes in and offers oh, yeah. to become an investor of Tom's Bistro, but Tom Tom says, "I'm not really looking." Yeah, right Tom's now. about to tell him off, and he's like, "You know what? Like, I'll I won't burn this bridge." A very mature response from Tom. Very rare to yeah. see that. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, so Leslie's upset that nobody would go with her to Chicago. Tom uh, runs up on the third floor that he like remodeled which was the uh, same night after tom's bistro like you would think they would all have just gone home but nope leslie and ron are on the third floor um and leslie had a sort of a basic instinct moment <laughs> and i was like whoa that was that was uh weird because she uh uncrossed her legs and her just like right in the camera like whoa did they mean to do that that wasn't that couldn't have been planned anyways uh she's upset that uh, nobody would go with her, and then but Ron's, it's about to give her some old man Ron ethical wisdom, but then she gets an idea, and you could tell what it was. Yeah, because um, he tells her, he says Leslie. I mean, they, you know, they chat, whatever, whatever, and then he's like, "It's time for you to move up in the world," and she jumps up like, oh, "I have an idea." So she's at the office, and she has a whole team behind her. And I guess they already know she told them what the idea was. He's like, what? He wasn't like, what? He was like, what's going on? What if she didn't <laughs> tell them the idea? And they're all just standing there. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm, I'm taking the job, but I'm staying in Pawnee. It's cheaper to stay in Pawnee. Somebody says they got the free Wi-Fi from that place where they've been one. Yeah, so basically the guy that's offering her the job, what's his name, Joey? Grant. Like Grant. Oh. oh look, Sean knew it too. Heck no, yeah! I, was, I said Greg. Sorry. Okay, well sh- you could have just said you knew it. <laughs> no, Greg is uh, <laughs> Greg is Billy. 
No, Craig. Oh, Craig. Yeah. And the reason I know that is because when they get money, please, Mona Lisa is like, come on, we're drinking. And they grab Craig and they run to the bar and they say his name, um, which is <laughs> funny. But th- so Greg comes to Pawnee. Grant. Grant. Grant Larson. Okay, so Grant Larson, Mr. GL, comes to Pawnee, don't know why, to present Leslie something, and that's when the whole staff is standing behind her, and she's like, hey, friend, we're not going to Chicago because it makes more sense for us to stay in Pawnee, and here's a bunch of reasons why. Okay, continue. They're, like, closer to all the parks. It's cheaper to live. Cost of living is cheaper. They got that free Wi-Fi thanks to Ben and his Cones of Dunshire. Yeah, April. There's, also, there's nine of them, so they can kill you. There's also an up and coming uh, Italian restaurant. Italian restaurant. Yeah, that's yeah, Frank Sinatra or Dean Martin meets Bruno Mars. Yeah, and they're gonna keep. He's gonna keep describing it. And <laughs> Donna stops him, um, and so Leslie hands him a big ass binder, and why she's staying Pawnee. He's like, "All right, I'll look this over. And I'll send it up the ladder." Flagpole. Oh yeah, the flagpole. Yeah. Um and. Yeah, I, I guess it worked because then scene end cut to next they, scene. They jump three years later. What uh, kind of? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> you and I are about to have the same reaction. I remember watching this episode back in the day and going, "What the hell? Like, I don't what? I'm not even about this. <laughs> like, I was. I don't know why, but I just didn't like it. I didn't hate it. It was just like knowing that there's a next season and you jump three years right. later. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Is because when I saw this episode, I had I uh, the season had already ended and the new season had already started. Like I was behind, and then I saw this episode and I was like, "What?" And so then, yeah, I don't know. And I actually didn't watch the last season for a really long time because I was like, I didn't really like that ending, and it felt it over. parts of it felt forced. And I didn't like it. And so I just like waited a really long time to actually watch the end of the show. Yeah. And so Leslie has longer hair and she has three three-year-olds because she had triplets. So, <laughs> uh, and and they're, they're, they got a bustling office and she has a bunch of employees. One of them is John Hamm, who she fires because he can't do anything right. He's even more uh, incompetent than Terry now. Terry. Terry. Oh, my God. <clears throat> aka jerry and larry fucking terry he retired two seasons ago why is he still working three years later he's still up there uh now anyways. on the third floor oh my god which it feels uh, like everyone was ron on that floor too i, I can't imagine ron going ron. up there ron should have still been on the other floor yeah uh but uncle andy and annie april are babysitting the three kids. Andy has a broken arm, not explained, or his arm is in a sling. Um, yeah, and they they go into an elevator because they have something tonight. They don't explain what it is, right? But it's like we'll get through it. The elevator shuts. We always do. Yeah, and over. Okay, series over. Series over. Done. We always get through it. Boom. Great finishing sentence. Wrapped it all up. Here's what I dislike about it. They were like, where are the kids? And then the kids come in. Andy and April bring them in. And then they're like, hey, kids, let me tell you a thing that you don't know. Uncle Andy and Auntie April are going to take care of you. Why don't the kids know that if clearly Uncle Andy and Auntie April are the ones that brought them there? Why did we need that scene of them getting there with those people to be told, hey, kids, 
we we're seeing you on camera. Now you're leaving. Goodbye. And you're going with the same people that brought you here. I thought that was just so strange. Well thought out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. But now we know the... they have uh, two sons and a daughter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was a great run. And a lot of accolades. Because that wall got filled up with plaques. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll learn more about some of those plaques next season. What? But very quickly, this episode's Did You Notice? Did You Notice? Involves a little bit of time travel. As you may remember, Andy asks Grant Larson if he can bring Power Rangers back. Yeah, I do remember that. And he says, I don't know what you do, but you seem like an important person. And I think you could make that happen. Well, when we jump forward three years, we're in 2017. Okay. So we've actually jumped back three years from today. Okay. But from but almost, Pawnee, we've jumped ahead three years. But it's almost 2021. Yes. Okay. But currently, as of right now, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. still 2020. Yeah, yeah, so we jumped yeah, yeah. back three years. But jumped forward three years in the series. And in 2017, that's when the Power Rangers reboot came Holy on. cow. So Grant Andy Larson got it done. Is a fortune teller. Oh, the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like, because the Power Rangers never left. <laughs> They're still around. They got a bunch of mo- uh, shows. They're like on their 25th. They're like Pokemon. Yeah, when that happened, I was like, that's a Sean question Pokemon. for sure. Um, I don't know which version they're on. Because they keep doing like, reunion, well, they'll bring back like the first, uh, the white green ranger or the first red ranger. And like, oh, you got to try to get like the old fans, the people that are, you know, 33 years old, living alone in their own apartment, watching Twitch <laughs> all day. They try to get them to uh, come back and watch when they bring back one of the, one the, of the legends. Yeah. But uh, I don't do it. Um, but you uh, still watch some of them. I stopped at Dino Thunder. That's true. You did stop a while ago. That Dino was... Thunder. Sean, real quick. Sean was like, five, I'm 26. I'm out. Top five Power Rangers. We've already done this, I feel. Oh, <laughs> uh, Maybe we haven't oh okay wait top five power rangers or top five like series of power rangers top five characters in the power rangers super nintendo video game what the first one or the second one? First one uh one to five is it's red black uh pink yellow blue just like everyone else on set sean trashing blue <laughs> but what a nice segue into the actual top five. We'll get caught up in now. Top five. Haley was acting like she was going to come in for some harmonizing. No, nope, I was just not. mouthing the words instead of it. Real quick. Actually, the reason why Blue was last, because in the game, before you transform into the Power Ranger, his punches, his one hand would hold the top of his head and his other hand would punch. <laughs> And I didn't understand it. I'm like, who punches like that? Yeah, this? that doesn't make any sense. Hold on to your hats. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. What a game. And he fought in overalls. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's badass. I Fighting only remember. If you can the fight Black in Rangers overalls, clothes. you can fight yeah. in anything. I'm going to send you. Look, I'm going to show you how whack this is. You can do top five. Okay, Sean. Also, overalls are my favorite. Sean's. Uh, Sean's livid, but hopefully he'll still remember to say numbers. Number five! Oh, I guess I should have said what this top five was. So we have, yeah, tell us what's up. We have a Unity concert in this episode, and it made me think of top five concert moments from shows that I've been to. Oh, I thought you were going to say top five times you've been unified. No. Hmm. 
Very quickly, uh, an honorable mention I need to do. What? The, oh my God. Well, this was this was post <laughs> after a show. I literally, oh wait, concerts. Yeah, okay. this was after a show, so I didn't want to count it, but I thought it was a fun moment where my friend Anthony, we went up to Dallas, Anthony Sherman, the singer of Burning Years, uh, and a few other folks. We went up to see Newfound Glory play, and also at this show, I, a guy who I knew who we did not go with, but he was also there at this show seen him around in Austin. He tried to stage dive without making eye contact with anyone. And Newfound Glory is always a, a fun show. They're very fan friendly. Like you can run up on the stage. Some people came up to like take selfies with them while they're singing a song, which like very good concentration. Uh, but then they jump off into the crowd. If you ever stage dive, I usually don't because I'm worried things will fall out of my pockets. But if you ever do make eye contact with someone, Preferably to someone's so they can catch you. Because if you jump and no one's looking, you're going to go straight up in the air and straight to the ground like this guy did. And I saw him walking out, kind of holding his shoulder. It turned out to be okay, but did not look great for a little while. But the honorable mention moment that I liked was Anthony and a couple of the other people we were with. They're like, hey, they're, they're standing up there at this after show. Like, let's go take a shot with them. And they brought up a shot. They cheers. They did all these like fun little high fives and everything. I was like, nice, way to hang out, way to give back to the fans. That's my honorable mention. Number five, we're going back to college. Saw Nas and Goody Mob at a concert. There was a hype man that came out in between Goody Mob and Nas. CeeLo, also a very large man. There was a hype man that came out and he said, are y'all ready for Nas? Like gets the crowd into a frenzy as a hype man does, gets everyone fired up. And then it was 45 minutes until Nas came out. Oh, no, that's way too early. <laughs> yeah, we were very tired by the time. I mean, he did a great job, I'm sure, of yes. hyping people we up. Were, we were ready to go. We were ready for some Nas. Just a and little then, early. And just, yeah, just a little premature. But I appreciated the effort. Number four. Number four. We're going to go with a show I went to this year. This is the most recent show on this list. Every once in a while for a blog I started almost a decade ago, A Hot Cup of Joey. Haley's laughing. What's up? Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, we, can cut, we can cut this part if we want, but uh, basically my sister's texting me from the other room and she said that our brother said he's on his way over right now. And then she immediately replied, he isn't really, but he's threatening to beat us both up. And I said, why are you trying to beat us up? And she, and I said, also tell him to get his butt over here. And she said, unclear. He said, he's going to bring his butt and his fist, then throat punch us. But I don't know why I thought bring his butt and his fist was the funniest thing to read, but I, it was, it, I just wasn't expecting it. And I looked down and that was in on my phone. And uh, so it made me laugh a lot. <laughs> like if someone's threatening you and they say, I'm going to bring my butt and my fist, like, are you going to feel threatened? I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Continue, please. Number four happened earlier this year in January. I have a blog called A Hot Cup of Joey that I started about a decade ago. Still randomly get invited to concerts sometimes because I vaguely used to cover music. And every once in a while, if it sounds like a good show, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So went to the historic Scoot Inn here in Austin to see Magic Giant and American Authors. 
I'm sure you remember the American author song, Best Day of My Life, which played everywhere in 2012, 2013. Sing it. Uh, I don't remember. This is going to be the best day of my life. My life. Life. Okay. Uh, also the who, 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 who. I remember that song. There mm-hmm. you go. It's the same song. Oh, it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, so saw saw a show with them. The moment that stands out to me uh, was when I got terrified and almost pooped my pants. Uh, so I was invited as a photographer. So I get thrown into the pit. The rules for a lot of photography uh, or a lot of shows, I guess, in Austin is that you can photograph in the pit for the first three songs. So you're like right up next to the stage, but then they got to kick you out after three songs. So I'm there with a bunch of legitimate photographers. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. We're all trying to dodge each other. Everyone's very nice. We're all like, oh, am I in your shot? I'll move out of the way. I'm like, thank you. That's great. I'll get out of your way now. Very friendly group there. So afterwards, I'm just taking in the show after I've gotten my photos and I'm standing and they were doing a, a sort of like a back and forth type of plan where like they one of them would play a few songs and the other one would come out and play a few songs. And one of them was ending like a little uh, acoustic set or something. And it was just the singer. He's like sitting at the end of the, end, end of the stage. Unbeknownst to me, the rest of the band is like right behind me with a loud uh, bass drum and like a tambourine and some other instruments. And the acoustic part of the song ends and like the big, you know, chorus hops in and they're all right behind me. They all start playing as they're walking up to the stage. And I legitimately jumped up in the air because I had no idea there was a group of people behind me and it just sounded like explosions going off in my head. It was ooh, getting the, the shivers just thinking about it now. Oh, number three, number three, a, band from Chicago that I think deserves much more national respect, Lucky Boy's Confusion. They came up around the same time as Fall Out Boy and Plain White Tees, who were other Chicago bands. That One band that has the name Boy or Boys in it at sure, a time. That's the problem. Sure. That is the biggest problem there. Lucky Boy's Confusion, very catchy pop punk outfit out of the Chicago suburbs. Always loved going to their shows in Chicago. And we went to a show. These were our New Year's Eve options that night. It was Lucky Boy's Confusion for, I think it was $15 a ticket. Or we could have gone to this very exclusive party with Sean. Tell me if you remember this singer, Jay Sean, who had the 2008 hit Down featuring Lil Wayne. Where the only line I remember from that song is the chorus, which is just the word down. Or uh, the Lil Wayne line about how things are down like the economy. Or if if the girl is down like the economy, because 2008, topical. Fantastic. I could have paid $90 for that ticket for a non-open bar and seeing Jay Sean in concert. I think I made the better choice with Lucky Boy's Confusion. They served us champagne flutes at midnight. Was that an open bar? No, but it was like, it was at more of a divey type of bar. So it was like 2 or $3 a drink. Yeah. Very easy. Uh, my friend Weird Sam was there. My friend Putsy was there. And uh, Weird Sam, right around midnight, he said, I'm going to go find a girl to make out with. Because as you do on New Year's Eve, disappeared for about 20 minutes, came back. (laughs) He was like, that was good. (laughs) So way to go, Weird Sam. I'm still surprised his parents named him Weird Sam, but. Yeah. it's Well, it's technically Weird Samuel. Mm, Okay, I got it. Also, the only person I know to get a detention for whistling the theme song of a movie 
in a class. I got one for chewing gum and saying, yes, I know that chewing gum is against the rules. I don't think I would have gotten the detention if I hadn't said that. Yes, I know. Yeah, that sounds like By a you asking teacher for that wasn't my teacher who opened the door to our classroom because my teacher was late. Wild. So wild. And my brother was also in detention and we were next to each other. And the person taking attendance was like, wait, you're both Campbell's. And we we're like, yep. Number two. Number two, this was a show at Stubbs Barbecue. In fact, number two and number one, both at Stubbs here Crazy. in Austin. Great outdoor venue. This was Ingrid Michelson playing with her band, the Ingrid Michelson Experience. I actually don't know if that's the name of her band. I don't think it is. I don't think so. But <laughs> like, she, uh, she had a, a fun little bit that I think is very clever where she said that she loves seeing photos that people take at these shows. She's like, you know, people are always snapping pictures of us in concert. And she's like, I love it. I love the enthusiasm, but I don't like how I look in a lot of them. She's like, cause I'm always in the middle of hitting a high note or, you know, like taking a breath and she'll have like eyes closed, like drool coming out of her mouth and everything. And she was like, so she's like, we're going to do a little bit of like a, a fashion shoot and we'll have, all of uh, these like power poses for you. So her and her band come up. They had a few different costume changes. There were some feather boas, some funny hats and glasses and stuff. And they all just stood in like such majestic little stances while they were doing it. And what I appreciate, they turned to each side of the stage. So if you're on the left side, you still get some good photo ops. It's not just like, hey, it's not like at a basketball game where they come out with the shirts and everyone in the first section is happy, but you're higher up you're just like well it's more things i won't get it's really considerate yeah everyone got a little taste of ingrid number one number one also at stubs as i mentioned this was the dropkick murphys i got invited again for my blog to go see another band that wasn't the dropkick murphys but they were opening for them and uh i ended up thanks to the downtown parking of Austin, almost missing the entire band I was supposed to see set. I'm sorry, and I even don't remember your name now to give you any kind of recognition. I feel terrible, <laughs> terrible. but we can, go, we can go look it up. We can put it in the show notes. It was like 2015, maybe, when we see the show. I, I have a, uh, or I had a coworker. He's no longer a coworker. Doesn't even live in Austin anymore. Uh, named Tony, very small, or very tall, but skinny, redheaded, guy with some tattoos probably like it's not an exaggeration probably like 150 pounds and like six four very very slim loves dropkick murphys though grew up in the massachusetts area so i think that's a rule i think you have to if you do and i texted him i'm like hey i got two tickets to this show you want to come like can you get here in like 10 minutes you can get in he's like on my way and so he, he comes i lost him at one point of the night because he wanted to go stage dive I see oh him oh. soar up out of the crowd and get tackled in midair by a security guard who grabs him and brings him down to the ground. And then he, <laughs> Tony walks back and he goes, yeah, I didn't make it on the stage. And I was like, I saw, <laughs> I saw. That was wonderful. And then topped by the final song of the evening, which is a song called Kiss Me, I'm Shitfaced," which is literally about being very drunk and then bragging about how cool he is. And then at the end, admitting, like, no, he's not actually. Uh, he's not actually very cool at all. Uh, it's a very entertaining song. Would recommend. But towards the end of the song, there's 
a line in the chorus that normally goes in the trousers, she kissed me. But at the very last chorus, it's in the trousers. And then a woman's voice goes, you're tiny. And then it goes back to the song. And towards the end of this song, again, since it was the, the last song of the night, they started inviting people up on stage to come up. They had like probably like 20 people standing there. And at the, uh, and it seemed to just be random people. I don't know if they had, if these were audience plants or not, but they seemed like just like fans. 20 that, is a lot of plants. Yeah, it was. Mm, so that's why I'm thinking like maybe. Just like a greenhouse. And the, uh, they're singing the song. And for the line of like the, your tiny line, the singer, without even looking, this the group of people are like 10 feet behind him. Without even looking, he just throws the mic over his shoulder. A random girl in the line catches it, says the line, and then like runs it, runs the mic back to him to keep singing. And I was just like, this was amazing. Like the singer was impressed too. Like it, it looked like he does not normally get a successful reception on that. Like he threw it, he looked back, he was like, ah, like that's so cool. And I was very impressed. A complete blind toss. It was like throwing a bouquet at the wedding but with fewer people tackling each other. What a time. That does sound real fun. Top five. We're caught up in that. Top Top five. five. I'm fired up. Let's go see some live music someday. Oh, but no. Yeah, but but we can't. No, let's wait. and... And then we'll see Burning Years. Yeah, it'll be a good time. In the meantime, let's do a little cat-tagories. Cat-cat-tagories. Another subplot that I actually don't think we we talked about was Ben is visited by Barney the Accountant, who Uh incorporated the game Cones of Dunshire. So Ben surely will be making millions by the next time we see him. Thanks to royalties from the game. He also took a job at the accounting center. And said, oh, wait, no, I can't. Yes. Shortest time ever. Shortest time ever. Very distressing. Sean, as you may remember, episode star Genuine references the Quaxin Five. And so why not dive into the wide discography? We'll do any song from anyone from the Jackson Five. So it can be Michael, it can be Tito. Latoya. It can be... The others, Joe, no, no. So only the five? No, any any song. Any Jackson? Any Jackson song, but not any Janet, because she's not in the Jackson, the Jackson five. five. That's what I meant. They have yeah. to be in the Jackson five, but it doesn't have to be a Jackson five song. I don't know. So it'll I largely didn't... probably just be Michael Jackson or yeah, Jackson but... five songs. And Let's I will start, start with Bad. Uh, do they sing that ABC? Very good. Is that what it's called? ABC? Easy as I'm just going to do Michael three. Jackson songs because, okay, uh, because there's Thriller. Very good. Uh, I will do I. Uh, I'll be there. I'll be there. Oh, Billy Jean. Uh, remember the time. Man in the mirror. Damn it, I was going to say Man in the Mirror. Might be it. Um, no, that one's already been said, too. Um, I don't think I know any other songs in the world. Like, I can't tell you the Come name on. of another song. Come on. 
Is that one? Come no. on. No. Oh, damn. Looks like Sean wins. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sean wins. There's at least two you should get. There's Beat It. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Beat It. I got that one. Beat It. Beat It. Very good. Yeah. I got that one. You right. Okay. What if it was Michael Jackson featuring Janet Jackson in the screen? Yeah, you can do that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I think Janet should be included. Too. I'll do. I want you back. Fine. I'm out again. Fine. Let's throw Janet in. There. <laughs> we should do Janet. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Once again, I'm out. There's also black or white. Okay. Could have been one you named. Yeah, there you go. And all the, all the people transformed into other people. I'm like, as a kid, that was very uh, weird. I don't know. That's not. <laughs> that I was looking weird. for a yeah. bigger. There was a bigger word I was looking for. That's a super weird. But my <laughs> mind was blown. Is this? Com- I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, isn't uh, Michael Jackson on uh, We Are the World? No, am I it's wrong? It might have. It might have a line. Yeah, he might be in. I think he maybe orchestrated it. Yeah. But I'm it's out. no but it's I'm no out. Band-Aid. Bob Geldof and all those Brits. Mm-hmm. Do they know it's Christmas? That's right. The, that's the other one, yeah. <laughs> Which, is, shockingly, I haven't heard yet this year. I feel like right after Thanksgiving, I haven't really it comes heard any on. Christmas yeah. songs, hardly. It's probably Except we haven't Joey been had played someone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I have heard uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays a few times by NSYNC. Merry Christmas. That's the one. Sean, if you've never seen that music video, I had not up until this past week. It's like they just discovered what a green screen was and <laughs> are having a blast playing around with it. <laughs> no, this place. <laughs> well, fans, next week we're going to have a bonus episode and then we're going to wrap up for the year. So we won't have a prediction on today's episode, but we'll probably have one on next episode. When we do a season seven prediction, will that yeah, be Yeah, we bonus? will. That'll, That'll be bonus. next week in our bonus. Oh. So look forward to that next week. The boners. No, Sean, we said bonus. Bonus. No, 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 bonus. Bon Iver. No, I would not bon Bon Iver. Yes. And Sean, we won't be doing as Parks and Rec did and airing multiple episodes in the same night. We will break up. So we've got several more episodes. When season seven aired, every episode except for one, it was a double so it's two episodes at a time. Ah. Oh, okay. Yes. I get it. So this really, they, <laughs> it took them six weeks to get rid of that last season. Yeah, Pretty much, yeah. It was yeah. like mid-January to end of February. They were like, goodbye. <laughs> like, Let's get this shit out of here. Okay. <laughs> they sure did. I have to go do who knows what. Play some Cones of Downshire, probably. Billy on the street, I guess. We'll get into all of the shenanigans of season six as well as some predictions on season seven next week will be our final episode of the year it'll be glorious in the meantime feel free to holler at us on facebook or twitter at parks pod or send an email parks pod at gmail.com and if you're listening to us on apple podcast why don't you head on over drop a five-star rating or review helps a lot of people hear the show and i think you'd want that right like if you enjoy the show you would want other people to enjoy it as uh-huh. well Unless, Unless you're you an like indie to music your joy band, yeah, to yourself, or some sometimes people like don't want other people to like the band because then they think they'll change. We won't change though if more people listen. We'll stay just as we are. But, uh, let but me we'll send grow. that apology to Star Wars fans. I messed up last week. The Clone Wars takes place after 
episode two of the movies. I think I said episode three or four. I was wrong. Episode two. That's when the Clone Wars happened. At least right into episode three. Like directly right into episode three. I've never seen so many Revenge furious listeners. I will say that Sean, almost immediately after we recorded that episode, sent us a text and was like, oh my gosh, I messed up. I said the wrong thing. Like, it was way before it even aired. So we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> Dang. It stuck with me this whole week. Yeah, he's been thinking about it a lot. We appreciate the correction, Sean. And now go make that orange juice and tequila so you can get Parks and Racked. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.